welcome to the Liberating Living Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Boulay, and I'm here to guide you on a journey of healing that it will take you through the layers that are covering up the magic that is you. This is for those of you that are aspiring to live a more awakened life and find all the freedom that follows. For a full list of my services, check out my website, including free gifts and events. The link is in the show notes. So if you're ready, let's begin. Hello lovelies and welcome. Thank you for joining us. So today I am chatting with the gorgeous Donna, the blossoming yogini, one of our coaches of Ayurveda. And um, she's going to tell you a little bit about what she's doing, what she's up to, and give her a bit of a stage, a bit of a platform to share what's going on for her and her world. So hey, lovely. Thank Hi. you for coming along. Thanks for having me. <laughs> So do you want to kind of introduce yourself and tell everyone um, a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah, well, by day, <laughs> I'm, uh, um, I design and develop e-learning, so the online training that, um, that you do, um, if you work in a corporate industry, of course. Um, and by night, <laughs> I am a yoga te- I teach yoga. Um, and I'm a belly fit instructor as well. So that's my true passion, obviously, is the teaching yoga and the teaching um, belly fit, which is, a, which is a new thing I've literally just started in the last couple of weeks, which I'm, I'm, I'm loving and really excited about as well. And I have to say, like, looking at your page, your like Instagram and Facebook page, it's just so beautiful. Like, I absolutely love what you share. It's so heartfelt and, oh, you can just feel your energy behind it. And, it like, there isn't a post that you've wrote that I haven't gone, wow. So do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of what led you into this? What, Where does that come from? Where does that passion come from? Well, I started teaching yoga, it'll be oh, about five years ago. Um, and... I've always loved yoga. I've done yoga since I was in my twenties. Um, I'm 45 this year, so I've done I've done yoga for forever, and I've decided to take the step five years ago to to teach it because I just I just love it, and I just love teaching. To is is a is a passion of mine as well because I do the the online train a trainer. I was a trainer at that point, and I tr- it was mostly in IT, and I love training, but I was always a bit like yeah with <laughs> with. <laughs> stuff so you I always thought do you know I'd love to teach yoga so I did, five years ago I did I decided to to go for it and do uh, my yoga teacher training and um, became a yoga teacher and I actually opened up my own studio as well so that I did just I went for it of a in for a penny in for a pound I just went for it and, and opened up my own studio um, and then I fell pregnant and um, so I wasn't able to continue on with that but I niched into, I now only teach fertility yoga and pre and postnatal yoga. So I niched into that side of things. Um, And I discovered fertility yoga when I was trying to get pregnant. Um, 
which took a lot longer than I ever expected it to. You know, you're, you're, you're taught at the school, uh, you know, you, you'll have sex, you'll get pregnant. So you, you just take it as a given that, well, that's that's how it is. And of course, you spend most of your 20s and into your 30s trying not to. Uh, <laughs> when it, so true. When, you, when it comes to actually doing it, you know, getting pregnant and it doesn't happen straight away, you're like, oh, hang on a minute. Um, is this not supposed to happen immediately? So through that um, and through discovering what, you know, what was, why, why was that happening? I discovered that there was such a thing as fertility yoga, uh, which I started to do myself personally to, to help me uh, on my journey. Um, and through that learned, you know, about my, the cycle, my cycle and my, my womb yoga and all this. And I just was astounded. It's like, why do I not know all of this already? How could I be so oblivious to that part of my body and my, psych my cyclical nature and things like that? So it just completely astounded me. And I loved fertility yoga. It felt amazing. Um, yeah. I still do it, even though I'm not... <laughs> I'm not <laughs> pregnant anymore but I still really enjoy doing that style of yoga because it's very feminine and it's designed especially for women and women's body and it honors your site where you are in your cycle so I just loved it and I that got me through you know the trying and the miscarriages and month after month of no it was um, negative and so that that got me through uh, that period and I, I think it definitely helped you know helped me stay relaxed and connected with with that part of my body and my cycle um, and then obviously becoming a mum and then I, I continued on with my yoga when I was pregnant when I finally did get pregnant obviously continued on with with that I was healthy I was an older mum of um, obviously I was 40 by that point so I was, I was considered an older mum but uh, did continued on with my yoga um, and attribute that to you know me, me staying fit and healthy and the birth itself um, didn't go quite how I'd hoped it would as it as it as I think most women can and and that go end up going into a hospital birth it kind of spiraled down that intervention route yeah. uh, even though I wanted you know a natural birth and I and I prepared for it but I think. I wasn't prepared for the hospital um, and getting um, the sort of um, push you get to to go down the intervention route. So, at my birth, I was very disappointed with how my birth went, um, and obviously, I'm happy I've got Eva. But the whole birth, I was so disappointed, and of course, that'll be probably be my only child with 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 me being a bit older. So that sparked a passion in me as well as to. Well, hang on, that's not okay. That that's how you know how it go. The hospital side of things, how birth usually tends to go. Not always. I'm not saying there's many many positive stories comes out of of hospital births, but there seems to be a, a trend now of it kind of getting pushed down the intervention route and spiraling down and ending up with you know C sections and forceps and and inductions and things like that. So that sparked a passion in me as well as to want to help women prepare um yeah. for that as well and prepare honest I mean I like to be honest 
um, in my pregnancy, I teach pregnancy yoga and I like I, I like to just be completely honest with uh, the women in the class about what to expect. Um, and I've had... Very refreshing. <laughs> I've had, you know, had feedback saying, well, actually, if you'd not told me that, I would have, you yeah. know, I, I had, you know, for example, you know, I, I was being sick at the, the, the transition point just before. And uh, they were saying, if, you know, if you hadn't told me that, I, I wouldn't, I'd be like, what's going on? Is this normal? Um, and so I like to really fully prepare, um, not in a, not in this, the scaring you off, just that this is honestly me and this is, you know, um, what you're going to maybe try and get pushed into and, and the different options and things like that. So I'm very passionate about helping women prepare for birth. Yeah. Now, and that's just come from what I've my birth experience and knowing how disappointed I was and knowing what I know now what what could have been different to help uh, it not go that way so um I'm very passionate about that now to to birth preparation is definitely a, a and yoga is obviously uh, well, yoga, as according to me, yoga can solve every problem. So for me, yoga is a big part of that as well, preparing for birth. So that's how I feel. I've, I've gone, I like to go down the pre birth preparation with women as well uh, for pregnancy yoga. And of course, there's the whole motherhood uh, roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, um, which I don't think anybody can really prepare you for. You kind of have to to go through it um to to, to Me too. yeah but it, it's so true there's like um you know like some mama three i can i can completely relate to so much of what you're saying you know and even back to talking about the cycles i can remember you know when i first learned about the cycles through ayurveda thinking why didn't i know this as a woman like easy you know certain foods to eat at certain times in the cycle or activities that are going to help and activities that won't I just thought why are we not educated as like as women yeah from day one it, it, it's crazy right is it's really crazy how um you're not taught it at the school I think it definitely yeah. um something that's taught at the school for 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 both sexes for men and women yeah. um so, uh, so my daughter's definitely going to get taught, uh, you know, all of this and, yeah. and um, taught yoga. Well, my girls know it all. <laughs> they, they're bored of it. <laughs> you know, like, where are you in your cycle? Oh, you should be eating this. <laughs> it's like, go away, mom. They don't care. Um, Absolutely. The, the point about birth as well, it just, again, um, you know, I, and I'll say I was very, very lucky with the birth of all my children. But I, I remember my middle one, I'd planned a home birth and phoning up my midwife and saying, OK, I've gone into labour. And she was like, oh, no, not enough midwives available. You're going to have to come into hospital. And that was like my birth plan out the window. Yeah. Which um, do go out the window. <laughs> yeah. And that, like no one had prepared me for the fact that that could be an option. And by this point, my husband had already taken my eldest somewhere else. And so I had to get myself to the hospital in a taxi 
and my labors have always been quite quick so I was like oh my god don't give birth in the taxi come on (laughs) so uh, these things are never smooth but had someone sat down and given me a really honest conversation at the beginning I think that would have helped me so much just to know yeah you know this is the shit show you're in for really (laughs) you know and it can be crazy crazy just could go anyway so if you know all the possibilities and and prepare I have a plan b as well and and yeah yeah definitely um at the same time there's parts that are beautiful so I don't want to take away from that you know there's there were parts of my birth that were beautiful um not my birth my children's birth but um yeah there were times that were just pure trauma (laughs) do you know what I mean it was like well yeah yeah. birth trauma is on the rise now there's so many women are having birth trauma and um are feeling very disappointed and upset about how it's went um so I think there definitely needs to be a movement of really truly preparing for um birth and also educating exactly how it works you know the physiology how to move during birth and and really prepare for it and get the partners involved as well definitely um the partner should be um getting on board with it as well because no point you preparing if your partner's just not completely unprepared which is what happened in, in my instance but um the, so that I definitely think the partners should be fully involved and fully educated as well in what how it works and what their role is what their role in it as well well did and I think that's such an important point because like we sometimes forget like the men are going through this too right and I remember like the look on my husband's face when you know I was in labor and just a pure panic on his face and I remember like being worried that he looked so like in anguish at how much pain I was in and um again yeah if someone had prepared him for that I think that that would have really helped him through that situation and like you say that that birth trauma I mean it doesn't end there does it like you say with the postpartum that can then move into the postpartum depression and and people then have to cope with not only a newborn baby but all that trauma they're then taking into that relationship which you know that's a whole new topic in itself yeah it affects the you see the postpartum period yeah and we're 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 taught to just bounce back um after having a baby as well which is not the the way it should be natural I Ayurveda as well obviously says yeah. need that 40 days afterwards to completely rest and, and rejuvenate so that should be getting shouted from the the rooftops as well yeah when you hear some women are going back to the gym after three weeks I'm like oh, are you kidding no. me what are you thinking like yeah. no I know it breaks my heart that they feel they have to as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's social media has got a big part to play with that as well. When you see all these, yeah. women, you know, put in up posts about they're in their skinny jeans again after, when the reality is, so your body sometimes can never come back. 
And yeah, back no, because it's grown a whole, a whole human being. It's it, why why would you want uh, want that? Because your your body's done something amazing yeah. and created new life. So why why would you even want it to be to something go? that it was before? You're not the same person anymore either. You're something. You're somebody new um, as well. So yeah. yes. You it's a complete change of everything, mind, body, soul, the the whole um, motherhood thing. So definitely, that's um, it's been for me that becoming a mum was the biggest transformation I've ever had, um, and I'd you know would love to support women going through the whole um, process of it. You know, trying to get pregnant when they're pregnant afterwards. Um, when they're a new mum as well. And don't you think, like for both parents really, I think I think probably because having children has been the norm for like many generations before, that we kind of undervalue the impact that has on us as humans or like as, as individuals. Like I remember um, when someone handed me my daughter like for the first time my first child and was like there you go and I can remember thinking oh my god you're just gonna leave her with me like I don't know what to do and this panic like setting in yeah because when I um and I, I speak about this openly in my classes and also when I was doing my postnatal classes spoke about it openly as well in the hopes that the, the mums that were there would be able to speak openly about it as well when I got handed my daughter I didn't have the overwhelming love um I was just in shell shock. I was in complete shock and overwhelm at that point so yeah. as you I got handed the baby and I was just in complete shock and overwhelmed and I'm just like who what is this, this is, like what am I supposed to do um yeah so it's it's not instant for 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 some women it is, but for many many women it's not this instant, um, you know, no. love and it it can take time for the bond to form and that's completely normal and that that is okay, and it's not anything guilty about um, at all. It's 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 very normal, um, and it's okay. And I th I just wish more women would be honest and open about it. So that every mum would know oh, that is, oh, I feel like that. That's oh, that's okay. That's normal, and the bond will come. So, and yeah. it's not a reflection on on you, right? It's kind of like for me, it was certainly like all of my children. It, I felt a different reaction, and that was like clearly nothing to do with them. It was to do with where I was at at that time. So like. I know my first child, it was like just pure panic. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't feel responsible enough to look after myself. How am I supposed to look after someone else? Yeah. Um, yeah. With my middle one, I was like, how the hell am I going to balance two children? I can remember that thought coming into my head thinking, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. And with the, it's funny though, with my third one, I'd kind of, um, I think, uh, and everyone's different, but for my third child, I was kind of at the point where I was like, oh, you know, just roll with it. Third child, it'll be fine. <laughs> and, you know, 
it, it all felt a little bit easier. I think what it was was I had the confidence in myself. And I think um, until you've been through that, until you've, you know, navigated parenthood, like say for me, it was like at least till my third time that I thought, actually, do you know what? I think I'm okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's a lot. It is a lot. And the the notion that you're supposed to just instantly know what to do um, and, you know, that's nonsense as well because you don't <laughs> you don't you don't have a clue um yeah. in the beginning you're learning and the baby's learning how to live in in the outside your womb and you're learning how to to look after them and you're getting to know each other so it is very much um a steep learning curve in the beginning and you don't know you don't all this knowledge just doesn't come to the forefront no you're very you're very much learning and every baby's different different there's no manual no something and then you try it and it doesn't work for your baby so it's just yeah. trying quite a lot of the time as well yeah and it's so true like I like I breastfed like all three of my kids but my third one you would expect you know that would go smoothly I'd breastfed two children before no real issues you know other than the kind of you know, the beautiful crack nipples and all of that sort of thing while I was learning. But by my third child, I thought, oh, I'd probably got this nailed. No, like he didn't want to do it. And it all got really difficult. And then, you know, and that judgment comes in. And and I think there isn't anyone that we judge more than mums, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. They're held to such high standards. Oh, God, yeah. And it's not, um, motherhood's not, you know, given the, you know, the absolute honour and it should be because it's the most important job in the world, yeah. uh, hardest job in the world. Um, yeah. You're just expected to go, as you say, go back to work and work full time and then be a mum as well, which is just not, not how it's 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 really meant to be either you, you it's you're you're literally doing two full-time jobs at the yeah. same time yes it's really difficult for mums i think um, and you're damned if you're damned if you don't if you go back to work you're you know you're judged either way <laughs> don't go back to work you're judged you're, <laughs> you're judged for it all aren't you you you're judged if you breastfeed too long. You're judged if you bottle feed. You judge what nappies you use or or whether you make your own baby food. I mean, yep. it's like... Everybody's got an opinion on... Yeah. Even yep. people that don't have kids, which I used to laugh at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you still hear this now. Like, um, I was listening to some people the other day in a cafe and they were, and it was clear, you know, um that they were judging this other parent because this child had a screen like a switch or something like that and they were probably about seven or something and I heard one of them say well if I had children I wouldn't be letting them do that and I thought well it's clear you don't have children then <laughs> you laugh at when you look back you're like mm, I really didn't have a clue <laughs> yeah we yeah. have these ideals and then just can't live up to them right no you can't because it's tough it's 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 hard yeah 
it's hard and, and we don't have the support that we maybe once did, you know, the village, it takes a child, village to raise a child and quite a lot of the times you, you don't have any support. Um, yeah, and it's, it's so true. Do you know, I could talk to you about this all day, but um, so Coaches of Ayurveda, you joined Coaches of Ayurveda, uh, so October, what you started in that. And do you want to tell people a little bit about what you're gaining from that or how you're finding that or, and also what was the kind of motivation for signing up to that? Well, being a yoga teacher <laughs> and loving all things yoga, I've obviously it dabbled in a little bit of Ayurveda because we you do learn about it um obviously it's part of your training but yeah. it, and it always was like oh that's really interesting but I've wanted to go deeper and um, so this is what what brought me to uh to you was I just wanted to go deeper um with it and also being an older mum as well I kind of want to be the healthiest uh, I've, I can be um, and be around the, the longest I can be, which of course Ayurveda is all about that as well, longevity. So really it, for, uh, for myself and my daughter to, to be, be the healthiest I can be, but also I just love learning um, and obviously yoga and Ayurveda are sister sciences and it, it just um, fitted in perfectly with with um, what I'm passionate about um, as well. So yeah, that 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 brought me there, brought me to brought me to you. <laughs> and how are you finding it? So how are you finding it so far? No pressure. I, like we haven't had this conversation yet, have we? So this could be interesting. <laughs> no, I'm um there's so much so much to Ayurveda. It's just mind blowing how massive it is, how huge it is. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 but I'm finding it fascinating and I, and it's what I'm learning. I'm just, it makes so much sense to me. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, definitely. So it's making so much sense to me. Um, and it is a lot of information, but you sort of put it into realistic, uh, a realistic way and, and, and a practical way as well, because the book, obviously we're reading the book, is it's just like oh the book's so difficult um there's just so much information it's very complex and and i can understand why you know ayurvedic practitioners need years of training to because it's so much to it but you put it in such a practical way and it's such a way that you can relate to in the more in modern living um that makes it so much easier so i'm finding that i'm you know, implementing the things that we're learning about step by step, slowly by slowly. Um, yeah, it's, doing it's it rather so true. That, so, which is ideal. I mean, I, I completely relate to what you say about the textbook. I remember when I first read that textbook thinking, I'm not sure I'm ever going to get this. <laughs> like, like, it just went... I, and like even now I read it um like so I'll go back to a chapter before I'm about to teach a module and I'll think like some bits I just think oh I love that I love that and then other bits I'm like wow even that's too esoteric for me 
and I'm yeah. quite esoteric. Um, and it does make me laugh when you talk to people about Ayurveda. They go, oh, that's like the herb thing, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, but there's like yeah, so much. So much. And, and, and I think a lot of people, and maybe I thought, oh, well, you have to eat Indian food and you have to get up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning and every morning and, and meditate. So I, I always thought it was very rigid and too many rules and you wouldn't be able to eat this and not eat that. But actually it's it's not that at all. It's just really learning to live in sync with with nature. And um, so that's been a really eye-opener as well to, well, I don't need to eat, um, you know, kitchery every <laughs> every day for oh, no. lunch and dinner <laughs> so it's it's you're just living and living with the seasons and living what's in season with your country and where you live in the world um so it's it's been great just to it's so realize it's so doable um especially yeah. in the modern modern world you can you can you can live like that and can add elements and, and do it I think well. that's such an important point and you know it, you'll know that you know I share I am not a disciplined person so when I found Ayurveda it, I initially started implementing it out of pure desperation of getting my health better you know um but had it been disciplined and regimented, there's no way I could have like followed through on that. So <laughs> you know, really pleased that there's that kind of leeway. And, um, you know, when you really understand Ayurveda, you can use the loopholes, right? So you can like, well, I can have that food. I've just got to add this spice or I can do that thing. I've just got to do that thing with it. So, you know, there is ways around stuff. Um, yeah. Are you doing things as well? Because I always sort of learned, um, you know, you 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 get up, you tongue scrape, you body brush, but and I was like, why am I doing that? Why? Um, but actually, I've learned the reason why. So now that you, now you understand, I understand the reasoning behind it. You're like, all oh, right, I, I get that now. I get why why I'm meant to be doing that and the benefit of it. So it makes it easier for you to to do it. Definitely. And it's so true, actually, that kind of, um, not necessarily that example, but I do hear these kind of stories where people have taken a little bit of knowledge about Ayurveda and perhaps put it into the wrong context or, or put it into their lives in a way that won't serve them. So, you know, especially with the media, it likes to kind of hone in on these superfoods or super drugs or super herbs. And so, like, the amount of times I've told people, look, just stop taking Trifler. I don't know why you're taking it. It's a laxative. You shouldn't be taking it. If you've got good acne, you shouldn't be doing that. And um, But people are like, oh, I'm Ayurvedic. I'm taking Trifler. <laughs> um, so it is funny, right, that how we can get a, a bit of information. And obviously, you were a yoga teacher, so you would have had far more than a bit of information but you know there is that danger right of a little bit of knowledge being quite um 
and you'll see it with yoga I'm sure a little bit of knowledge being quite dangerous in a way yeah yeah so what advice would you give to people that are considering coaches from Ayurveda if they're you know if it's something they've come across and thought oh I, I, I might fancy that any advice I would say definitely go for it um, because Holly puts it in such a um, practical, down-to-earth way um, where the, key, the emphasis is on, um, you know, taking these practices on rather than just learning about them. Um, obviously, learning about them is important, but it's actually doing them that <laughs> is important. Um, and the, the sessions are very, you know, interactive. You, you, there's a lovely group of women um, taking the course as well. So you get to, to practice all in the same boat um, so you can you know be really supportive of each another especially if it's something you've never done before like coaching and things like this or, or starting up a business um, it can be a little um, daunting and scary so if you've got a group of, of uh, women who are, who are doing it along with you that makes it so much easier um, to get to do it and get going with it so de I would say definitely go for it <laughs> Um, you won't forget it. Bless you. And you know what? Thank your group, your cohort. Cohort. It's been like it's such a pleasure. I love our Wednesday Ayurvedic sessions where, you know, um, and bless you, you all. You just go with me, even when I'm like, right, you're all going to leave meditations today, and. There's like a little bit of, and then you're like, oh, okay, let's do it. And you all support each other. And, you know, there's no judgment. And there's that real kind of camaraderie of like everyone lifting each other up. And I love that. There's like this real kind of womanhood that goes on. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Women really. support. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Okay, lovely. So do you want to tell people how they can find out more about you, where they can go, um, you know, watch your pages? And of course, we can put them in the link, like links below and what have you as well. So um, I've got, I'm probably most active on Facebook, um, The Blossom in New Guinea. I've got Instagram as well. Um, and I've got my website, which is www.theblossomingnewguinea.com. Um, and on there, I have a free um, ebook that I created. So I'm 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 going to create some courses, online programs um, around fer fertility and uh, birth, and then probably postnatally as well. Eventually, once I've got those other two out of the way, um, and just I'm I'm doing it through the lens of the chakras. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is a perfect. Um, lens to, to look at this through it just fits in beautifully it's a framework to work with because getting pregnant and giving birth is an energetic process and your your mind body soul so I look at it through the lens of the chakras so I'm I'm, I'm creating a couple of online programs uh, fertility through the chakras and preparing for birth through the chakras as well and I've created an ebook um, on my website for fertility so it's just really um as a little wheel of life but i've called it chakra of life <laughs> so it's a little um 
test where you can, uh, similar to a wheel of life, but I've looked at it through the lens of the chakras, you can see um, all the elements of fertility uh, through the chakras and score yourself. And I've given a little um, section for each chakra, you know, explaining a bit and the practices surrounding that. So it's a little bit of a snippet of what the program, the actual program would will be like um, once I get it um, completed. So yeah, so that's, you could go over to my website and, and download that if you're interested. It sounds fabulous. And I think I shared with you the other week that, you know, had had I seen like a course through like birth through the chakras or something like that, when I was pregnant, I would have like, I would have so been there. So um, yeah, a little bit jealous for the women that get to do it. <laughs> That, that's the kind of thing I would do. I would have been like, yeah, like you say, here's my credit card. Here's yeah. Sign me up. I'm there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate you coming along. It's been so lovely to hear about everything you're getting up to. And um, like, I cannot stress enough just how beautiful Donna's posts are. Honestly, just go check out her Facebook page there's like it's the real raw beauty of birth and motherhood and fertility and you just communicate it so well and it's just so inspiring lovely thank you thank all you right. for having me oh my pleasure all right well we will see you soon take yep. care thank you thank you bye bye Thanks for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you have, it would mean the world to me if you could help me get the message out there. So share this episode with your friends, share it on social media, write me a review, anything you can do to help me reach more people. In the meantime, if you want to find out more about what I offer, then don't forget to check out my website. The link is in the show notes and there's a selection of free events and gifts for you to access now. In the meantime, enjoy living liberated.